Welcome to the New Brunswick Free Public Library's weekly podcast. Now that we're offering more remote services than ever before, we want to make sure you stay informed. Tune in each week for the latest updates about services and exclusive interviews with library staff and partners. So welcome back to our library podcast, everybody. My name is Chelsea Woods-Turner. I am the head of virtual content here at the New Brunswick Free Public Library. And I'm so glad that you've joined us again for our second installment of our weekly podcast. We've been putting out these podcasts to just kind of give people the inside scoop about all the new services that we have remotely and virtually. And today I have Jackie Oshman with me, and we're going to talk about um, checking out our materials, both virtually and physically. So Jackie, welcome. Would you introduce yourself to us? Hi, Chelsea. Uh, my name is Jackie Oshman. I am senior librarian and was recently promoted to head of circulation department Yay! about about two weeks ago. So Great, yes, I'm getting right I am in still, there. Yes, I'm still learning the ropes. So but I have been in the library for 15 years. Um, I've been working in the reference department that whole time as the local history and genealogy specialist. Um, I also do all the holds and interlibrary loans, so when you want a book from a different library, I help you get those items. Absolutely. You've been doing a great job of that for a long time, and if you've ever picked up a hold with us, Jackie's the one behind that. Um, and I know that our listeners will sense that our audio quality is a little bit fuzzy. That is because Jackie and I are recording this podcast remotely. She's in one location and I'm in another, and we're so glad that even in the time of COVID, we're able to do that. So Jackie, I have some questions for you today about how people can use our materials. We're technically, quote, open to the public remotely again, like people can call us, they can use our online services, they can make an appointment to get a municipal ID, and now they can access some of our materials. So how can people access library materials remotely? You can go on to our website, which is www.nbfpl.org to request items through our catalog. Right now, you can only request New Brunswick materials. You can't request something from a different library. Because of COVID, there is no interlibrary loan services being mm -hmm. provided by our courier. Okay. So you can check out any of our regularly circulating materials. So just no reference materials can be checked out. Um, but yeah, you could put your own hold through our website. Or right. if you're not if you're not savvy or if you don't have computer access, you can call the reference librarian and tell them which books you'd like or DVDs or magazines, and they will go and get them from the shelf. And then we will prepare them at the circulation desk for our non-contact doorside pickup service. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, so people can also check out ebooks and audiobooks too, right? Correct. Yes. Okay. We have. We have subscriptions to elibrarynj.com and Hoopla, so you can check out ebooks, audiobooks, uh, movie soundtracks on CDs, movies, comic books, magazines, all those different items you can check out virtually on one of our databases with your library card number and your PIN. Wow, that's great. So, so much is available to people. So I think you correctly note that to use these services where you're checking out materials 
people will need a library card. And so what should New Brunswick residents do now if they need to sign up for a card right now while we're not fully open to the public? Well, if you don't have a library card yet and you live in New Brunswick, work there, go to school there, or own property in New Brunswick, you are eligible for a free library card. In order to do that remotely, if you have access to an email address and you can forward me a photo of the front of your ID or your work ID showing that you work in New Brunswick, we can issue you a library card. We'll mail it to your house. That'll prove you can get mail at your address. The address you provided us is correct. And then once the library reopens to the public, you can come in with your ID and we can actually, you know, make your account good for three years. Right now, they'll only be good for three months, just in case there's any problems. Since you're not coming into the library, we can't confirm that your information is correct. If you already have a library card and it's set to expire, which we did extend everyone's expiration dates to August 15th, which is coming okay. up in almost a week. <laughs> True. So, <laughs> um, if we're not open by then, which we don't believe we will be, we may extend them again into September. We haven't confirmed that yet. So if your card is expired, you can call the library, confirm your address with us. We'll extend it for another three months just until we know we'll be open. And then you can come in once we reopen to the public with your ID to extend your expiration date for three years. Okay, great. And um, just so our listeners know, if you already have a library card account with us, but you don't know your PIN, you can call the library to get your PIN. You do need the PIN to use the online account. Is that correct, Jackie? That is correct, yes. Okay. In order so, to access any e-resources or using your account profile in our website, you will need to know your library card number and your PIN. Great. If I call the library asking for my PIN, what do I need to get the PIN over the phone? Just your library card number. Okay, great. Um, so yes, listeners, you can call in to get your PIN if you need to know it. Um, so have your library card number ready for that. So that's how you can get a virtual card right now. Um, we've been also getting a lot of questions about returning materials that patrons had checked out before the shutdown. So how can they return those materials right now? Our new book drop was just delivered and installed last week. Uh, we <laughs> it's a nice, shiny new book drop. It uh, is in a different position now. It used to be okay. right at the top of the stairs by the children's department entrance. It is now right next to the flagpole. So it's maybe five feet away from where it used to be. Mm. So it's still, it's still recognizable. It says library returns. So all returns can be returned to the book drop now. The library assistants will bring them in every morning. We will check it in the afternoon just because we know a lot of people need to return their items. Mm. All of the items will be checked in that same day, but they will then be put into quarantine for four days just in case any of them have been co coming in contact with coronavirus. So if you wanted to check out the same item you just returned, you'll need to wait four days before it's available again. Okay, good to know. Um, where did the four days rule come from? 
Well, there are some surveys out there by the American Library Association and archivist societies. They are testing different types of materials that libraries own by swabbing them with the virus and then testing them every day to see how long the virus was still living on that material. For most material, it's three days, but they did find that a few magazines and board books from children after four days that's when the virus was no longer detectable mm -hmm. so we just want to keep everything for four days just to be on the safe side we don't want anybody being contaminated with something that was brought back by somebody else great so it's based in some studies that were done that's good to know. yes and they're still um, being done so if anything changes we will update our policies <laughs> I love to hear that. That's librarians for you, always doing yes. their research. Um, so will those four days count on a patron's record? No, the items will be returned as soon as the book drop is emptied. Great. So right, right now, we have been bringing items into the library. The library has no power because of the tropical storm. So if you've returned something in the book drop and it hasn't been checked in since Tuesday when the storm hit, it's just because we have no access to our computer catalog, so we can't check them in right now. As soon as power comes back, we will check everything in. There will be no fines. Great, great, yes. And um, Jackie is referring to if you have an online account, you can go in and see exactly when the item comes off your account. I was going <laughs> to ask you about fines, Jackie. Um, what do I do if I had a, I've had a book, a library book in my house this whole time before the shutdown, have fines been accruing on my account? They have not, no. All fines as well as, or all due dates, as well as the library card expiration dates were all extended to August 15th. We were hoping to be open by that time. That date was chosen in June, I think. So because we're not open to the public yet, the library card expirations will most likely be extended. I cannot confirm nor deny if the book due dates will be extended only because we have the book drop now. So if you have, an, if you had, have items checked out, bring them back to the book drop, 24 hours a day it's open by the flagpole, and then you won't have to worry just in case the due dates are not extended again. Great. Um, well, that's great to know. So is there anything else you'd like us to know about contactless pickup or checking out materials from the library or people calling to check on their existing library account? We have had a lot of people using the doorside pickup already and it has been very successful. Um, it's very easy to use. Once the library staff get your items available, we'll give you a call to set up an appointment for a time to come in to get it. The only reason we're asking for appointments is because we're also having patrons coming in to make appointments for the municipal ID program. And we don't want to have two people in the vestibule or waiting outside the door at the same time. Good. So we're, we're alternating appointments between the municipal ID patrons and the patrons who would like to pick up curbside or doorside pickup books. Um, there is a video that Chelsea you made last week on how to go about placing your yes. holds and what the CERC staff does to prepare your holds. So you can go on to that video to see exactly what happens behind the scenes and what to expect when you get to the library. 
Yes, everyone can go to our Facebook page or our YouTube page to see those videos. We have a lot of great virtual content, including this podcast that we're putting out, so you can feel like you're experiencing your library right from home. Um, and Jackie did mention that when we will be reopened to the public is tentative. The library administration is just keeping an eye on New Jersey's COVID case numbers and how those are fluctuating. And they hope to make just the most informed decision possible about when that will happen. So if you want to make sure you receive a notice right away, whenever the library does reopen, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube. We will get all that out to you as soon as we know. Jackie, is there anything else you'd like to tell our listeners? Um, I did mention that you should email a picture of your photo or your ID to the library. Um, right now we are in the process of creating a circulation email address because Great. of the tropical storm that hasn't been done yet. So right now you can send your email requests to the reference desk, which okay. is nbfpl at lmxac.org and they will forward it to my address and I will either process the card myself or ask one of the circulation staff to do so. Great, that's perfect. And listeners, you can find that email in the description of this podcast. So you can click on that right from your device. Well, Jackie, thank you so much for joining me today on our podcast. And listeners, we will see you next time for our next episode of New Brunswick Free Public Library's podcast. Thank you. Thanks for listening to NBFPL's weekly podcast. This podcast is produced by Chelsea Woods-Turner and is recorded several days before release. Music from bensound.com. Like, follow, and subscribe to NBFPL on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, or visit us at nbfpl.org. Find our podcast on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, or through Google Music for new episodes each week. Do you have questions or suggestions for us? Email us at nbfpl at lmxac.org.